Life is one long journey made up of many detours. Some are chosen and some are not, but they all teach us something along the way. Welcome to the Detour Podcast, where conversations about life detours and travel detours converge. It's one part human experience and one part travel experience put together to teach and inspire us to take the detour and enjoy the wander. listeners welcome back thank you for joining us we had a little bit of a hiatus for uh, about a month or so um just kind of had some stuff going on to be honest uh this coronavirus has been a little weird and um i just needed to focus on some other things for a little while so i did take a little bit of a break hopefully you uh didn't you know leave me forever and uh go off and find another podcast but we're going to enjoy the next few episodes are going to just be virtual travel since we're kind of locked down here and we can't go anywhere i thought i would invite some of the people that i know to come and talk about some of the places that they've been and we can all just virtually travel out of this country and other places and see how uh you know until we can get back to doing it for real so today i have Luann with me today. She's a mom, a wife, and a professional, and she's traveled in the United States and some different countries around the world, but today we are specifically talking about Argentina. So let's welcome Luann to the Detour Podcast. Hi, Luann. Hi, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for talking to us about your trip to Argentina. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you're doing uh, lately on this um, COVID adventure we're all having. Everything been good with you and yours? Yes, yes. Everything's good. I'm fortunate that I work from home anyways. So it was an easier transition for me than most. Um, and obviously, I have the kids here 24-7 now. So that's been a fun adventure. And how old are your kids? Uh, they're 17, 16, and 10. Are they going to get to go back to school or what did you guys decide about that? Yeah, they're all going to be virtual, virtual since I work from home. Yeah. yeah. And they're old enough so that they can be responsible for themselves. <laughs> yeah, they can kind of manage it. That's that's smart. That's smart. Well, today we're getting away from the, the COVID stuff. It always winds up being in every conversation it feels like and I'm a little, a little over it. So I thought we would just virtually travel. Do you do um, a lot of traveling in the normal life? Um, so recently for business, I've been traveling, obviously before COVID. Um, so in the past two years or so, I've been traveling um, mostly inside the US for meetings and things like that. So that's the benefit of my job is I'm virtual. But when we all get together, I get to travel to, say, Dallas or New York um, for a few days. So it kind of gets me out of where I'm at. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's always fun to get away kind of no matter where you go. All right. Well, today, as I said, we're going to talk about Argentina. Um, when did you travel to there? So I traveled um, January of 2017, I believe it was. Okay, <laughs> a couple years ago. together now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, and it was actually for work, so I was fortunate um, in that regard, and it was a two-week 
adventure, I should say. Nice. Yeah. Were you specifically, okay, for our listeners that maybe, maybe, I don't know, never went to fifth grade and saw a map or <laughs> just don't know where uh, Argentina is. It's, it's in the Southern part of South America and the, the main city is uh, Buenos Aires. Now let's put a disclaimer in here. Luann, do you speak Spanish? I do not. I do not either. So (laughs) Spanish speaking friends, prepare to have your ears bleed because (laughs) it will not be beautiful. But Buenos Aires, I think is how you say it. There's probably some rolling in there that I am unable to do, um, is the main capital, uh, is the capital and one of the main, main cities. So were you around there or somewhere else? Yeah, I actually stayed in Buenos Aires. So, um, and that was one of my concerns when they said they were sending me there. I said, wait a minute, you sure you want to pick me because I don't speak Spanish. So it definitely was a concern of mine. But when I got there, that all went away. Where since you were there for work, were you able to do a little bit of a sightseeing? Tell us about your trip. Yeah, so I was there for two weeks. So we were able you know, after work to explore the city as well as on the weekend. Um, So it was nice and it was great because we kind of had an inside track because we were there working with a group from Buenos Aires. So they were able to give us tips and tricks about where to go and kind of the, you know, the best places to go that the locals typically go to and um, things, you know, not to miss while we were there. Now I was doing a little pre-prep uh, beforehand because I don't I don't know much about um, Argentina at all and uh, specifically that area and there were some mixed reviews about the um, safety of being there. Now I guess you were pretty ideal because you were there with with work and then also with a group of locals. So did you feel pretty safe or what do you have to say about that? Yeah. So where I stayed in the city, um, I felt very safe. So. I was there with two other coworkers. We were all female. We ventured out sometimes together, sometimes by ourselves. Um, We tried to at least stay in twos, but I never once felt unsafe at all. Um, The only thing that I was, you know, conscious about was not having my iPhone in my back pocket, which I always do (laughs) when I'm here in the States. So, um, because that's a big ticket item, but I didn't even... There was not even a time, even when I went to the markets, that I felt unsafe at all. Oh, good. Okay. Because like I said, I was doing a little bit of research and, and there were a few little scary stories that I that I saw. Um, it seems like um, the people that had issues were, were maybe not in the in the best areas. They, di- they didn't do their own mm-hmm. research. And um, I think some of the tips that people gave about not, um, not carrying a lot of cash yourself, uh, making sure that you're in safe neighborhoods and safe places and, um, not just, you know, taking any old taxi ride, like making sure you're, you're picking, uh, a a reputable taxi service, or even they, they said Uber, um, to, to stay safe and be, be safe. I think those are all kind of typical things you should do anytime you're traveling out of the country to any new place. So you, it's good to yeah. hear that you felt safe because I was like, oh, this sounds great. And then I started reading these scary stories. I'm like, <gasps> I wonder if Luann's actually going to recommend going here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I can see why maybe if they weren't um, careful about where they were. 
So when we went into further into the city, um, cause my hotel was near the cruise port. So there was a cruise port there and my hotel was, I could see the cruise liners from my hotel. Um, so the area I was in was nice. The areas that we went to look were nice, but I know when we traveled into work where the building was, it was heavily had a gate around it, things like that. So I'm sure there are places that you shouldn't go. And I know when we traveled to different things, you know, like to dinner or what have you, we made sure that we went through the hotel concierge to get us a cab or a taxi so that we knew it was someone reputable. Um, and same when we went to a restaurant, we'd ask them to do the same or whoever dropped us off, we would say, hey, can you come pick us up when we're ready? So we made sure to to go that way instead of just flagging someone down. But I could see if they were in the wrong place maybe, but I know we went probably four or five different areas and I didn't feel unsafe in any. Good, good. Okay, so what were some of the sites that you saw that were stand out to you? So the big one that I loved, loved, loved was um, Argentina, well, Buenos Aires is the home of the tango. So As I was the super dance. excited. Yes, uh-huh. that's where it was invented. I was super okay. excited to find that out. So we went one night to a tango show. Mm. It was at, again, and I'll probably butcher this, La Ventana. And basically you pay a flat price for the show and dinner. And mm. it was just amazing. They had tango dancers. They had what they call gauchos, um, Mm -hmm. playing different instruments. They had, I think it was called boleras, um, where they had ropes that had little weights on the bottom and they would swing them and hit them against the floor to the rhythm. It was just amazing, amazing, amazing. So that was definitely a recommendation (laughs) to go to a tango show. I always love getting some kind of like um, culture like that, either, either, you know, music or dancing or something like that. And um, I happen to like the, the touristy like <laughs> vibe mm-hmm. of things. So that, you know, um, I was trying to find like the local places to eat that the local people like, but as far as like, I like the touristy things like that. So I can just picture that uh, whole dinner and a show thing. And it sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. And it was definitely, you know, you wouldn't go there every night, but it was an experience trip thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, How about what else did you see? I went to, um, also, we went to this place called Recoleta. Um, It's a market. So I like these places that are just, you know, you can spend all day, you can get lost in, you can look at everything. That's truly what this um, area is. It's called Recoleta. They have a market. So they have things that local people are selling that they've made. Um, There was tango dancing in the street. There was um, a cemetery actually, which sounds (laughs) a little creepy to some, but um, there's actually a lot of people buried there that are famous. So for example, if you've seen the movie Evita with Madonna, Mm -hmm. Eva Perone, her, um, she's buried there and there's um, Nobel Prize winners, there's presidents. Um, and what's neat about this is they're big, they're, they're buildings. So instead of being underground with 
headstones and things like that. They're buildings and they're very ornate. They have angels on them and just statues and it's just amazing. And again, you could spend days just walking through there and exploring and just looking at the names and the different places. So it's like a little mini city. So that was pretty neat. I'm glad to hear that um, I'm not alone in the cemetery. I love cemeteries. Um, I don't mm-hmm. find them creepy at all. And especially, you know, almost anywhere we travel, we we find some historic cemetery and we go through because it's just neat to see, to me, it's neat to see the, the different names and, you know, how far they go back um, and just mm-hmm. their different ways of, um, like you said, like different ways of, of burial, you know, like what do they do? Yeah how do they do it? And uh, one of the really cool experiences we had was in Poland and we happened to be there on, it's kind of like a day of remembrance. It's sort of a memorial day. It's a two day thing. So the first day is like for official, like officials or famous people or noteworthy people. Um, And then the next day is, is kind of like for everyone, like everyone's ancestors. But what they do is they put, um, I mean, enormous amounts of candles all over the entire cemetery, like everybody's gravestone. And so the whole thing is just lit up like, I hate to say like, like Christmas, you know, I mean, it's like walking through and it's uh, the, the, they're very well-kept cemeteries and just beautiful parks almost um, with all these lights. It was, it was one of the most amazing things I've seen. So I'm glad to know that I'm not the only weirdo that likes cemeteries. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it was just really interesting to me too, um, because each building was a family. So it went back so many generations. So each little building had, you know, all of these people from this fam- these families buried there. And then what was interesting, the most interesting to me was um, I noticed a pattern of the the way that they were decorated. As I said, this is I don't see a lot of decoration on the outside. There's a lot of decoration on the inside. Well, they explained that they were decorated on the inside because the purpose of these buildings are for the deceased, not for us. Oh. So the the things on the outside were statues or angels, like, you know, kind of giving prominence to the family, but the decoration and everything was inside. So if you were inside, this crypt, you would see the decorations and it would be comfortable versus us having a decoration on the outside. So I thought that was interesting. Mm. They were built for the deceased to be comfortable, essentially, after death. So it was really interesting. That is interesting. Uh, Okay, so besides the, okay, so we got the the tango show and the, the cemetery to check out. What else did you love? Yeah, so there was another neighborhood called La Boca, which had really colorful houses. So it was really an artist neighborhood, you know? So it had people who were just very creative. It was bright colors, vibrant, again, music. So again, it's another place that you could go. Um, It's a great place for people who like to take photos, um, things like that, um, because of the color. It's just really interesting, again, place for local you know, people to sell things that they've made. Um, and, and people, the people there are just so nice. <laughs> in, in the whole area? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
like they were very very patient with me not knowing Spanish Mm -hmm. and even those who you know didn't speak very much English were very patient with me with me were very nice just very nice people so there was not anyone who was rude and patient no one tried to take advantage of us because we were tourists it was just really nice that's um they were just appreciative yeah that's really good to hear so that that was going to be um one of my next uh questions was you know what is what is the culture like or what are the people like so they definitely were very very nice um everyone who i came in contact with i didn't have a bad experience at all definitely one thing that I noticed with the culture that is different from ours in the U.S., which I enjoyed. The normal day is, you know, just like ours, getting up, say, 7 o'clock, getting ready for work, having breakfast. Um, their breakfast consists of pastries and sweet items. So we had to specifically request eggs in, in American breakfast. And then at lunchtime, it was a very social So we'd have finger sandwiches. So instead of us, usually, if we're say we're at work, right, we're sitting down and we're eating and eating at our desk maybe sometimes, um, they took time to make sure it was social. So they had finger foods, like sandwiches, we're talking, you know, walking about, talking. So it wasn't filling a plate full of food and trying to eat in a 20-minute time frame. It was really social. So um, definitely... I feel like that's something I learned from them is, you know, take time to relax, take a break, be social. And then when we got back to the hotel, the most surprising part was we got back to the hotel and in the lobby, there was this huge table full of dessert. Mm. And I was like, wait, it's five o'clock in the afternoon. You know, this is dinner time. Are we having dessert? I think I love this place. We have dessert for breakfast and then we have dessert for dinner. (laughs) Exactly. Well, it's called tea time there. So they have wine and dessert from five to seven. Sign me up. <laughs> and yeah, and then they relax at home and dinner time is typically 10 p.m. Ah. So we would go to dinner and say at eight, right? Because we're used to that. And there'd uh-huh. be no one in the restaurant because they just opened. So it was interesting to see that. And it was really, I mean really hard not to have dessert and wine every day coming back from work. So that was a pleasant surprise. Um, It was just really a neat way of living different than ours. Yeah. I I don't know if this is across all, you know, um, Hispanic heritages, but um, Mm -hmm. my, uh, my brother-in-law is actually Cuban and, um, and my son is, um, is his girlfriend has a Hispanic heritage. And it's so funny because both my son and my sister-in-law, when they were newly in the relationship, they both kind of were not used to that very late dinner. So they would get invited to family things. And um, actually the first um, Christmas that my son and his girlfriend were dating, uh, my son was saying, okay, I'm going to, you know, be here for Christmas Eve and then I'll be home in the evening. And, um, and then I'll be at, you know, our house for Christmas day. He, he's messaging me. He's like, it's like 10 o'clock. He's like, mom, we still haven't eaten yet. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when I'm ever coming because it's like just getting started. I don't know what to do. And I'm starving too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, He's like, they don't eat dinner at six or anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I, I don't know if that's across the board kind of thing, but it seems similar. I'm, I'm loving yeah. all the dessert ideas though. 
Um, What's the weather in the landscape like? So the weather, um, when we went, we went in January, that's their summertime. Okay. So it was hot and humid, but definitely not Florida hot and humid. Okay. So to me, it was nice. They were saying it was very, you know, hot and humid for their area, mm-hmm. but um, definitely I was comfortable. I was comfortable. Sometimes some of the cabs didn't have air conditioning in them. So those are something to keep in mind when you're getting dressed, but um it definitely was hot and humid, but not, you know, Florida, I'd say like mid, mid U.S. hot and humid. <laughs> okay. And mountainous landscape? Um, it was not, not where really? I was at. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but we didn't travel outside of the city, so it may have been, um, I know they mentioned if you go to the tip of Buenos Aires, there's a specific piece of, of Argentina that you can go to where you can see Antarctica. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh I think like a glacier or something you can, Mm -hmm. yeah, a glacier area. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure there's other terrains, but I know I was just in the city itself um, and it was, it was pretty flat. Is it a um, big city or a medium or what would you say? Yeah, I would say big city. Big, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's um, big area wise too. So, and they're in the process, at least when I went there two years ago, of re- renovating the city. So they were rebuilding. So you had older buildings that were very um, run down that people were living in. So they were building buildings next to it, new buildings, and then they would move the people into those buildings and then tear that building down. Oh, okay. So they were in the process of rebuilding um, the city. Okay. Um, would you say that it was affordable or expensive? Like how would you rate cost of attending? Yeah. So um, I, because I went for work, I didn't have to pay. However, the prices for the hotel were what you would pay here in the U.S. per night. Um, And I stayed in a luxury hotel. Um, Everything was really affordable as far as that goes, because I think it's like 73 Argentinian pesos is one US dollar. Okay. So um, affordability of like, for example, we had four people that had um, three people, yeah, no, four, sorry, four people who had a full steak dinner with sides, appetizer, wine, dessert, and it was a hundred dollars US for nice. all four of us to have everything. Yeah. Nice. So it was very affordable that way. Um, and the airfare, from what um, I saw, was not bad considering. You can find flights for, you know, like $800 if you um, don't go first class. How, um, how long was the flight? Do you remember that? Um, it was like 14 hours, I want to say. It yeah. Was pretty long. Yeah, it was pretty long. So um, I definitely, if you can afford first class, I would say that's good because it has, um, we had seats that reclined back, laid down. So for a long flight, that was super helpful. Yeah, we we generally don't travel first class and we've been on some long ones like that, but my husband um, has traveled before like that with his job when they were paying for it on a yeah. long flight. And uh, yeah, he was like, man, that's the way to go. <laughs> yeah, that is the way to go. You just lay down and take a nap and you're there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, you mentioned the delicious pastries and then you kind of mentioned steak dinner what other foods were you really enjoying there 
Buenos Aires is definitely known for its steak and meat. So they have a lot of like um, meat that's slow cooked over the fire. Steak is its, I mean, I, it's the most amazing steak I've ever had in my life. I mean, it was just, I mean, it didn't compare to anything that I had before. Um, definitely affordable, like I said. Yeah, I told my husband, we need to go back together just so he can try the steak because it was that great. They have, we got every meal, we got provoletto, which is grilled provolone cheese. They just slap it on the grill. It's just cheese. It's amazing. Um, of course, they had um, empanadas. Those were really good. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. And my all-time favorite that I discovered was dolce de leche. Mm. That was amazing. Um, but yeah, we, we were fortunate to because we were there for work every day for lunch, they ordered something that was, you know, native to Buenos Aires yeah. uh, for us to try. So it was, it was pretty fun, but we also tried things out, out in the market as well. Mm, yeah. The, the street food's always really good too. Things like that. What, what were some of like the, um, talking about kind of like typical or native things, like what were some of the souvenirs and things that you bought? So my youngest son really likes music. We kind of planned out what I would bring back for souvenirs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they had some musical instruments that they had made. Um, one was made out of clay. Um, another was out of wood, just different things like that. Something that I got for myself was jewelry. So their silver was really good. Um, and they have a nat- national stone that's pink. It has a big fancy name to it. I think it's rhodochrosite mm, is what okay. it's called. Um, but they don't export it is what I was told. So you can only get it there. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I got some jewelry. Um, and it, again, it was very affordable. It's definitely not a place like if you want to go shopping for name brand clothes or anything like that. Um, it's more just local things. But one thing that they're famous for, which was phenomenal, was leather. Mm. so all things leather the leather they had there just felt amazing something about those (laughs) argentinian cows i guess the cattle right they have great steaks and great leather exactly so hand in hand i go i guess right (laughs) i wonder what's special about their cattle Hmm. but it was great i mean i got um my sister-in-law a purse my husband, I got him a, a belt. Um, they just had really good leather items and very, very good prices. That's so definitely a place cool. to go. Yeah, when you can get something that's kind of like those high ticket items here, when you can get it there, it's always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, was there anything that you were unprepared for or that surprised you uh, besides the, the, the <laughs> dinner time? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that was the biggest thing. I don't think so. I think it's more, I, I felt like, okay, I don't know Spanish. So I, I might feel, you know, um, you know, be able to navigate as well because of that. And that wasn't the case. So that was a pleasant surprise that everything was really nice. You know, everyone was really nice. So I think, um, we were pretty well prepared to navigate everything. Yeah. And for, currency we use cash for almost everything um and we would just go to the atm there was atms everywhere um and we would just get it out of the atm 
Okay. So did you, was that for a particular reason? Like did some places not take cards or did you just, was there a reason for that? Yeah. So they just preferred cash because I think the credit card fees and things like that. So cash really, they, you know, give you a deal when you're at the market, things like that. Um, I don't think they even took cards at the market, but yeah, it was just easier to have cash. And again, I never felt unsafe. Mm -hmm. So I didn't, we didn't take out a ton of cash, yeah. obviously, at a time. Uh, how about tipping? Do you, is that tipping customary after meals? I know some um, places we've been, it is, and other places it's not. So that's why I'm asking. Yeah, so we did tip, but I don't know if it was necessarily customary. Okay. But we did. Any other uh, noteworthy things if we're thinking of traveling to Argentina? Just no, like, it's very relaxed there. Um, you know, people do what they're very prideful in their work and things like that. So, and they, but they do enjoy life. So they really take time to pay attention to what's going on around them and not be rushed. So definitely you want to be in that mindset when you go there is you just want to just enjoy and just, um, look around at the hotel that you're staying at. Just ask the concierge. They really know that the good places to go. And they're just excited, I think, to have people traveling there and seeing their culture because they're very just nice people. (laughs) Proud of their culture, I bet. Yeah. And their heritage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one more question Mm -hmm. I forgot. When we um, travel, we always, um, we're not like big alcohol drinkers, but it's one of the things that we tend to try is like whatever the local drink is. Um, Yeah. Are they known for wine, I think, maybe? Yeah, red wine, which of red course wine. goes with the steak theme too. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you have any yeah. of that? We did. We did. Yeah. And again, it's not very expensive considering, you know, our prices here. So yeah. And yeah. a lot of places yeah. like the Tango show we got with our ticket, we got a bottle of wine. Oh, wow. So, a bottle. They don't play. They yeah. just <laughs> exactly. give you a bottle. That's awesome. And tea time. Tea time. We have wine. I mean, nice. they have wine at every, every corner. <laughs> I like tea time with wine. It's not actually yeah. tea, it's just wine. <laughs> exactly. Wine and dessert. Was it tasty? Combo. Was it tasty? It was. Yeah. yeah. It was. And I typically get heartburn when I drink wine uh-huh. um, and coffee. And I had both there, wine and coffee, and it never bothered me. So nice. definitely, yeah. So good quality. good quality. All right. Any last words about Argentina that would help any listeners before we sign off? Um, I definitely want to go back. So it's okay. Uh, <laughs> that's a good endorsement. Yeah. When you want to go yeah. back again, uh, that's always a great endorsement. All right. Well, yeah. Luann, thanks for sharing your experience about visiting Buenos Aires, Argentina. Um, and um, I hope listeners that you will think about uh, adding it to your bucket list. I think it's on mine now. So I'll have to save up my money for that uh, first class ticket so I can lay down, but <laughs> I'm pretty used to those long flights. Now I can do it. I just uh, save up all the movies <laughs> I want to watch and watch them back to back to back. So, alrighty. Well, thank you so much, Luana. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening, Detour Podcasters. Hey, take the detour and enjoy the wander. Until next time, this is the Detour Podcast and your host, Sheila Sheen. 
you for listening. You can follow, interact, and ask questions about this episode and others on our Facebook page, The Detour Podcast, and on Instagram at Sheila Shinsky. To hear more conversations like this one, you can listen to all of our episodes on the Detour Podcast channel on Podbean. We're also on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. So be sure to share this episode with a friend who loves podcasts too. And rate, comment, and subscribe yourself. So you can join us next time as we take the detour and enjoy the wander.